Cinco de Mayo, Spanish for 5th of May, is an annual celebration held on May 5th. The date is observed to commemorate the Mexican army's unlikely victory over the French Empire at the Battle of Puebla on May 5th, 1862, under the leadership of General Ignacio Zaragoza. In the U.S., the date has become associated with the celebration of Mexican-American culture. In Mexico, the commemoration of the battle continues to be mostly ceremonial, such as through military parades. In the U.S., Cinco de Mayo is sometimes mistaken for Mexico's Independence Day, the most important national holiday in Mexico, which is celebrated on September 16th, commemorating the Cry of Dolores that initiated the War of Mexican Independence from Spain. Today, revelers mark Cinco de Mayo with parades, parties, mariachi music, Mexican folk dancing, and traditional foods such as tacos and mole. Some of the largest festivals are held in Los Angeles, Chicago, and Houston. And here in Kansas City, right here on Taco the Town. To Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a very bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until my mom says that it's the right time to talk about it. Today, we've got a very special Taco the Town episode for you. We'll be joined by a bevy of special guests and special tacos. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town's Taco de Mayo Celebration. A little taco history for you. The word taco originally referred to charges that miners used to blast holes in a rock face. From its early origins, tacos were already causing explosions. Much of the taco's history is wrapped in ambiguity, but one reoccurring theme is its versatility. From the melting pot of Mexico City, the taco has evolved to reflect distinct generations, ethnicities, and agriculture. Mexican-Americans introduced iceberg lettuce, tomato, and cheddar cheese into the dish, ingredients readily available in the U.S. markets. So thank you, Mexico, for Cinco de Mayo, and thank you, Mexico, for the taco. We've got a little fiesta happening right here at our palatial Taco the Town Estate, and we are joined by several former guests. We're going to mix and mingle, eat some tacos, catch up with our guests. This is our Cinco de Mayo extravaganza, which we are calling the first inaugural Taco de Mayo celebration. Let's find out what taco place will be catering our Taco de Mayo fiesta. This week, our taco destination has come to us because this week's taco destination is a taco truck, specifically the Taco Tank. Run by Roman Raya Jr., the Taco Tank specializes in authentic Mexican street tacos, 
You can catch them street side at public events, or you can book them to cater your own private events. If you're interested in having the Taco Tank cater your next party, they can be reached at tacotankllc at gmail.com or on their Facebook page at KC Taco Tank. And we are joined by the owner and operator, Roman Raya Jr. today. Thank you for catering our Taco de Mayo celebration. Uh, absolutely, no problem. And thanks for reaching out. You said, hey, I really want you to try our tacos. So thanks for contacting us. Oh, no problem. Every, everything we do is uh, is progressive and, and just trying to get our name out there. So Now, you did not actually drive a tank to the Fiesta today. You It was, it was in more of a SUV. But do you have a taco tank? Yes, I do. The tank is a, is a trailer. It's um, a trailer, okay. And it actually came to be named that uh, because of all the rivets that went into to lining this thing with, with the sheet metal. So uh, as I was building it, I couldn't think of a name. And actually, my brother-in-law was like, that thing's a tank. So that's how it came to be. <laughs> I pictured you driving up in a tank shooting tacos out of a, a taco turret, shooting tacos out of it. But, I mean, that's maybe something to build towards. You know, if we could, if we could facilitate that, yeah, yeah. You might get, it might be kind of like one of those issues where at the Royals game when Slugger shoots the hot dogs out, it might be a liability if you shot a taco out and it at a festival or something and it hits someone in the I eye. I think people would be less upset about a taco than a hot dog. Thank <laughs> you, right? Thank you, right? It might do more damage though because of the if it was a hard shell taco. Could be, yeah, it could be an issue. Now, what kind of tacos did you bring today for us to? to try here on the show. Today I brought you two of my favorites. Uh, we do a chori pollo, which is uh, pollo asado and chorizo, but we actually make our own chorizo out of uh, hickory smoked bacon. Um, mm. So that's that's one variety. And we also brought the barbacoa tacos, which is a shredded beef um, that's been braised and spiced. Looks delicious. I can't wait to try these tacos. And you also have a special taco tank sauce. Yes, we do. I have a chipotle mayo that works really well with the uh, chori pollo taco that we make ourselves. Uh, so we try to try to get promote that as well as we can. Looks great. I can't wait to try it. So when did you start the taco tank? Uh, we started last fall, and I think our first public event was in September last year. So uh, we're just getting things going, and we're ready for a full year coming in 2018. And you're hitting all the food truck festivals coming up, right? So you're doing the the food truck festival on Cinco de Mayo in Lawrence, right? Yes, I will be in Lawrence. Uh, that one's on Cinco de Mayo next Saturday. Um, and that's going to be from 4 to 10 p.m. So you can catch us out there. And that's over in where the Lawrence Brewing Company is in that new arts area over there. Um, I think where Bon Bon is on Pennsylvania Street in Lawrence. And then you also said you're going to be at the Kansas, Kansas Taco Festival coming up at the end of the summer in August, right? Yep, the Kansas Taco Fest, August 11th. It says you're going to be at Merriam's Summer Sundays and then also Taste of Shawnee. Yes, uh, so we have three events coming up in the next couple of weeks, uh, Start starting off with a bang. So. so if you're out at any of those events, be sure to stop by Taco Tank and, and check them out. I don't want to keep you here. I know you've got some, some work to do today. So have you listened to the show before? Yeah, absolutely. What are some of the things you've gleaned from the show that kind of have stuck with you about tacos in general or that our guests have? Is there anything specific that you've kind of found out about tacos through our show? Um, just the uh, just the variety of different people and what they like and don't like. Uh, it seems like when they don't like something, they really dislike it. <laughs> and uh, so so that's that's been one of my main takeaways from that Uh 
as far as the show itself, I really love when you guys do the bad reviews and the funny voices. So Yeah, that's, that's one of our favorite parts, too. When did your love of tacos start? I mean, obviously, to start this company, when did you kind of fall in love with tacos and start making your own tacos? I mean, did you grow up in a, a taco eating family? So my background, I'm Mexican-American. Uh, my dad, my dad's side of the family is full, uh, 100% Mexican, and my mom's side of the family is white. So I get the best of both worlds, I like to say. And uh, from my dad's side, um, they just love to cook. And uh, we're always just around great food. So uh, naturally, I came to want to cook. And uh, I kind of just thought, you know, what I love and what I'm really good at is Mexican food. And what's the best thing to do to start out small is a taco cart. So do you just offer tacos or are you going to move on to other things eventually? You think we we occasionally do um, like nachos on the cart. Um, as far as what I have right now, we're pretty limited in the capacity that we have. So we try to keep the, keep it pretty simple. But uh, I would look forward to branching out into to doing other items in the future. Well, thanks for being here and thanks for bringing the tacos. And I can't wait to try them. Really appreciate you coming out. Oh, thanks for having me. All right. So, yeah, let's mix. I'm going to mix and mingle and see who I see here on the patio. Everybody showed up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh wow. Look, it's Kate Hogan. And Cole Lindbergh. What? Oh, hi. Hey, guys. Hey, how's it going? You have a beautiful patio. <laughs> Thank you. I like the topiaries of tacos. <laughs> the taco topiaries? The taco yeah. topiaries. Thank you. We had our guy come in this week and fix that up just for the fiesta. You can so. really cool. tell that you guys spent a lot of time making this an all-out taco celebrationado. <laughs> oh, we did. <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. I'm, I've never seen a guacamole fountain before. But I'm happy to see one. It's a little messy. We've had a yeah. lot of cleanups, but it's we got the <laughs> spout working again. So it's a weird noise that it makes. <laughs> it is that kind of gurgling. I'm, yeah. I'm still. I don't understand. I. It looks like what happened over here. Were you trying to do like a taco obstacle course? Like you've got like some hanging, like like there's like a ground like run through the chips, you know. And then it, what's going on over here? Yeah, and then we hid some flags in the big big sandbox of bean dip. <laughs> yeah, and I got lettuce in my butt. <laughs> I just realized well, that sounds it, dirtier. You already picked lettuce in my butt. <laughs> well, that's you know it, 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 it's sad that they made you like jump into the lettuce because yeah. I mean I feel like we should have jumped into like maybe like a bowl of salsa or something. The lettuce didn't catch our fall as much as like I was expecting. Well, just it make sure you didn't eat any of that lettuce because that was all the discontinued lettuce that was going around earlier this week. That Is that had. why it was red? Oh, it no. was very cheap. We got that very cheap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's okay. It's what happens. You shouldn't have worn that onesie. <laughs> it was like the like, old 1920s swimsuit. It's the only clothes I have. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate you guys coming out. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. Thank you. Now, Kate, you've been on two episodes. You did the uh, Rudy's episode of uh -huh. Top of the Town, and you also did the Jalapenos. Jalapenos. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you guys think of the taco tank tacos? They're so good. They're delicious. And the tank sauce. Ooh, that's some good. That's a, like, I don't even know what it was, but it was absolutely delicious. It's a uh, may, a chipotle mayo type. Mm. Ooh, like an aioli? Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what an aioli is. It's like a, it's like a chipotle mayo. Oh, 
Now, That's Cole right. and Kate, have you ever met before? No, no this is the first time. Mm-hmm. I suggest, Cole, that you have Kate on your, your Kansas City podcast, which you host. Yes. The Kansas City podcast. The Kansas City podcast. She's a great podcast guest. She comes with a lot of energy mm-hmm. and info. Okay. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and comments like lettuce in, in, the, in butt? the butt. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, Let honestly. Us in my butt. <laughs> Let us in my butt. <laughs> Let's get everybody on the patio. Everyone. Let, Let us in my butt. Let us in my butt. Let us in my butt. Yeah. Quite a celebration. What a fiesta. <laughs> um, how have your guys' lives changed taco-wise since you've been on Taco the Town? You know, Dave, when I was on Taco the Town, if you remember correctly that, you know, I had a Taco Awakening as when I was on the show. Because really, you know, tacos to me are just, you know, I love tacos, right? But hearing, visiting you with you on the show has opened up my eyes to so many more types of tacos. And I actually, I don't know if this is okay with you. Um, Since I had this Taco Awakening, I've been very... um, I've had a lot of, you know, like deep thoughts about tacos. Let's, and I've actually I've actually prepared today a uh, a tacoam or some tacoetry, yeah. if you will, about tacoetry. Yeah, about okay. some tacos. So I was hoping that I could share that with you today here sure. for the taco celebration. Sure. Let's okay. do it. All right. And because the, this and now's I Now's the time. I credit this all to you because I this is I I eat a taco now and just the the words and the thoughts, they start flowing through me. And I, and I wanted to share one with you today. It's beautiful. Okay, let's do it. T-A-C-O. This is not a spelling bee. I'm talking about tacos. Tortillas and meat. Cheese and tomato. Have you ever envisioned a taco tornado? Salsa-like rain. Clouds of sour cream. Past your face flies carnitas and delicious pinto beans. A funnel of food, a gift from the sky. Open your mouth and let the tacos go inside. (laughs) For the world would be much more peaceful if tacos were readily available to all of the people. A taco for me, a taco for you, a taco for the panda bear in his cage at the zoo. A taco for Ma, and a taco for pa. More ingredients for every taco pizza. A beautiful taco oasis. No such thing as taco hell. Children lining the streets ringing their taco bells. A world of magical wonder galore. The only option is tacos at every food store. And oh, what a peaceful place it would be where tacos are young and happy and free. Great. Yeah. I'm going to eat a chip instead of I'm going to eat a chip after that one, too. I'm exhausted. I love the sentiment of that poem. Um, It it really hit hit me. It hits me right right in the feels. I I have this taco hat. Wow. (laughs) Does anyone want to wear it? No. No. I'll wear it. (laughs) Oh, would you like to wear this taco hat? I will wear the taco hat. I should have worn the hat while I was saying my taco. That's that's what that inspired me to. um, Yeah, there you go. Well, I wrote a taco poem, too. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Hey, great minds think alike. Yeah. Hold on. It. Let I me get out my it. paper. <laughs> All right. It's T is for taco that goes in my mouth. A is for, ah, the taco tastes good. 
C is for cool, because tacos are cool. O is for, oh, man, this is good food. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. How many drafts of that did you have? Because I had like 10 drafts of mine. Oh, just one. That's incredible. I'm too I'm, busy yeah. editing. You're, you're, Cole's more long form. You're more... But I think haiku. I like hers better. It anagram? gets to the point. How, no, not anagram. What's that called? That was an acrostic. Acrostic. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it started with an A. Just like, ah, and taco. Ah. So I've That's got That's how some... I eat after eating these chips and these tacos. Ah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got some new taco questions I'd like to break out for this special occasion. And I want to... I want you guys, I want to run by you, um, get your thoughts on them, but mm-hmm. I want you guys to kind of pick them at random. I've got about 30 new taco questions. So wow. just throw out a number, Kate, and throw out a number, Cole, and we'll read some of these new questions or we'll go over these new questions here. Seven. Good number. And some are taco related, some are not taco oh, related. Oh, man. I wish you told me that before I picked. Good luck. <laughs> Kate and Cole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you were building a pinata, and you could put anything of your choice inside that pinata. What would you fill your pinata with? Olives. Green or black? Green. Do you like black olives? Yeah. But, but you, you had I had to choose. You want the green? Yeah. With the red. What's no. The, oh. With like pits in the middle. Pits. I can I ask a follow-up question? Sure. Is, are you going to be filling a pinata up later for us to hit out here on the patio? No. <laughs> okay. Second question: Is this a pinata that I get to break open, or yes. is it a pinata that the, that you. I'm giving to the people? You. Then I mm. want it to be full of money. <laughs> mm. But not for the people. <laughs> no. <laughs> the people can have candy. <laughs> so you've you've come in possession with a with a lot of a lot of money. Yeah. You have all these dollar bills and coins, maybe. Yeah. Sure. And you fill a pinata up with it, and then you break it open and you get the money back. Oh no! See, I thought that someone was giving me the pinata. So uh, no, you're, I, you're creating. I'm this. creating the pinata. Okay. Instead of candy. Oh, this. Okay, so instead of candy. Okay, then. Um, Maybe some chipotle mayo Human sauce? eyeballs. Human eyeballs. Just a suggestion. I'm still sticking with olives. Olives is a good one. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with. Uh, uh, how about uh, some eggs? Hard boiled. Yeah. Hard-boiled eggs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. I just think the aftermath would be fun. <laughs> and smelly. Yep. All right. Get off the shed! <laughs> yeah, hey, kids. Hey, kids. Get off that shed. Knock it off! <laughs> I don't care! Sorry, guys. Okay, Cole, would you throw out a number for me? Uh, let's go with 23. Oh, gosh. You've got like a full folder of yeah. pages there. This is questions 23. 23 is better to be a good one. <laughs> 23 and me. You should get sponsored by them. Is that the DNA thing that they just caught that killer? No, that's yes! a new talk list. <laughs> Okay. Uh, all right, 23. What's the furthest away you've ever traveled to eat tacos or just eat a special meal in general? Have you ever taken a road trip just to mm. eat tacos or just to eat? Skyline chili or some weird type of food? This is a great question. Or do you like to eat food more in your general? I like to go places and eat food, but I don't think I've ever said, like, I want to try that, so I'm going to go. Sometimes I drive up to Zona Rosa for Swag at Buffet. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty far for me. Yeah. The Northland. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I drove one time out to Grandview to get carrot cake at a McAllister's. <laughs> I, I wasn't really like in the, I was, I was up north, but I was like, I don't want to go to the McAllister's in Overland Park or wherever it is. I'm like, I'll just go to Grandview. Mm. I was really craving carrot cake that day. I love carrot cake. Yeah. That's, hey, that's understandable. I would put that in my pinata. Yeah, that would be, oh. Carrot I'd be down cake. for a carrot cake pinata. Mm-hmm. That'd be. Gosh, now I want carrot cake. Dave, what would you put in your pinata? Ooh. Um, maybe like peanut butter. <laughs> 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 just, so that, just so that when you broke a, broke the pinata open, just a big slurp. <laughs> Smooth or crunchy? Uh. For the pinata smooth. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's the only Maybe way. Peter Pan peanut butter. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. That would be like the heaviest pinata in the entire <laughs> world. <laughs> You'd have to like chain that thing up with like multiple braces to be able to, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Oh man, now I want peanut butter and. Uh, would you ever put cake. peanut butter on a taco? Oh yeah, sure. Okay. It's like a goober taco. Yeah. From Sedalia. Sedalia has goober tacos? No, they have goober burgers, right? I don't know. I don't know either. This is is news to me. Tell me about this Sedalia goober I think that's where they have the, on the way to the lake, you can get a taco with, I mean, a burger with peanut butter on it. Oh, yeah? It's called the goober burger. Kind of like the Osceola cheese place. Yeah. A goober burger. But with (laughs) peanut butter and hamburgers. Mm. <laughs> like, like the town is not called Goober, Missouri. <laughs> the Welcome Osceola. to Goober, Missouri. It should be called Goober, Missouri. Um, Do you know there's a fudge factory in Uranus, Missouri? <laughs> I have heard that. Yeah. That's actually that. a real thing. Yeah. Lettuce yeah. in my butt. Lettuce <laughs> in my butt. Lettuce <laughs> in my butt. Have any of you ever been to the uh, throwed rolls place where they throw the rolls at yes. you in Missouri? You have. No, yes. but I know about it. That's Lambert's. I was thinking. I Lambert's. Lambert's home of the throwed rolls. Have you ever been to Lambert's? I have not. Okay, so I've always wanted to I've go got, there. I, I had a friend who used to work at Lambert's. Hmm. And, you know, Lambert's gotten a lot of trouble because of the throw rolls because they're, you know, like they're really like steaming hot. Right? Oh my God. So Whoa. like they come out and they're steaming hot and so they like burn someone's hand, right? Oh, so I was asking really? this guy, I said, you know, tell me about your, your working at Lambert's because he got to throw the rolls every now and then. And he said, yeah, no, it was great. You know, you just take the pan, you walk the aisle, people put their hands up, they throw. And he goes, well, one time I was throwing rolls and I go to grab a roll and I throw it and this guy had his hand up and it went just past his hand. And the guy didn't didn't like try to catch or anything. So he kept his hand up and he went and he, he was like, all right, I'm going to grab another roll. He grabs another roll, throws it at the guy again. And it like, it hits his hand, but the guy doesn't close his hand all the way. And he's like, what the hell's going on? And some lady leaned over next to him. She goes, sir, he's blind. That was a sad end to this. No, story. it was a- <laughs> Jesus. It got really dark. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God! The guy was trying. The guy Sir. was being. The guy was being rude because he he knew that that the guy wasn't gonna. Never mind. I thought you were gonna say he was throwing it like at like a mannequin or something. <laughs> he was the guy who couldn't. The guy who couldn't see was playing a prank on the roll thrower oh, guy. So it's a mean blind yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> What a jerk. I did a horrible job explaining that. Joke. No, it's, it's good. Sir, he has a disease that makes it so he can't catch rolls. 
It's very sad. His fingers can't close. It also anything. makes it so he holds up his hand like he wants to catch a roll all the time. That's sad. Cole, how is the podcast going? The Kansas City podcast. Have you had any interesting and fun episodes lately that you'd like to tell our listeners about? You know, it's been a, it's been very good so far. Uh, just recently, I interviewed a paranormal investigator that goes around wow. and tries to find ghosts. That was pretty sweet. He had some pretty crazy experiences. This week on the show, we're interviewing the guy that's in charge of the... Have you heard about this place called Go Ape? It's oh. it's a uh, zipline treetop adventure course in Swope Park. Oh, I have heard of that. I didn't know that's what it was called. Yes, yeah, so you go ape. I, I thought fun. I thought the name was kind of silly, but like there's all these like obstacles and you like climb up in the trees and you basically just have a cord to hold on to <laughs> and you walk around these platforms and then at the end you zip line to the other platform, like wow. 400 feet. It's there pretty are incredible. no real apes involved. Not yet, but they are near the zoo. So who knows? Maybe one day it uh, it could happen that way. But yeah, no, it's been fun. The the, the, the podcast is going very well. I, I will say this, Dave. After you were on the podcast, there was a noticeable uptick <gasps> no in activity. Way. Yes. The Taco the Town listeners. Our crossover yeah, really worked. The so. crossover pod worked. Did you feel the same way? We did. We yeah. felt a we felt a, a, a surge of of uh, activity and, and, and paranormal not paranormal activity, but uh, we felt a surge in listeners and, and energy as well. So very nice. We did have some ghosts that listened. Ghosts love stamps.com. They do. <laughs> they do. Friend of the show, Michael McMillan, does a paranormal mm-hmm. podcast, and they had an interesting discussion on their show. I don't know, Cole, if you got into this with your paranormal investigator friend. It's like the concept of ghosts and why they why they hang out in the house and how miserable it must be for them mm-hmm. to be ghosts. Like, <laughs> yeah. they're haunting the same old house and just what their existence is like as ghosts, always haunting the same place and how what a life that would be for them or an afterlife that would be for them as ghosts. I mean, don't maybe that's why they are mean sometimes what do you think of this kate so my friend ed his ex-wife was um like a like she saw stuff like medium type person and she said that it wasn't like really their spirit there but it was almost like a vhs tape being replayed over and over and over again it was kind of like a carbon copy of something and i've that makes sense to me because, I, like, I've heard of somebody in Kansas City who has a ghost that comes in every single night at the same time. <clears throat> that comes in drunk and, like, drops his stuff on the ground. <laughs> and, like, Bumps at 11 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just kind of have to, like, wait to go to bed until after, like, the so drunk comes home. The ghost is in a never-ending really, loop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it is just, like, a loop that plays over and over. It makes sense. See, I always thought ghosts were, like, they were stuck in the place because they had, like, unfinished business and they couldn't get out. Like, you know, they were trapped. Maybe. <laughs> Thank you for what that did, insight. What did your, what did your paranormal <laughs> investigate? Did you go to a we haunted place with him? We did not go to a haunted place. We're thinking about going to a haunted place. We more talked about how I thought a lot of it was BS. <laughs> Oh, because You're that guy. Yeah, I'm that guy. So I sat there and I said, look, I'm not going to discount your experiences that you've had. But at the same time, I don't know if I can believe you that something reached out and grabbed your hand. Oh, yeah. It was freaky. He had some freaky stories, Dave. It was scary. Do you think ghosts are jealous when people are eating, like, tacos in front of them? Yeah, of course. (laughs) I mean, mean, obviously. Yeah. What What being wouldn't be 
We're such jerk. I mean, think about that. Why? Why do we uh, antagonize these ghosts by always eating these delicious meals? They can't eat any of it. Mm-hmm. It just falls right through. Just falls right through their ghost holes. Ghost holes. <laughs> you can see it going through their body as they chew it. Yeah. Just. Yeah. It's not. Ooh. So, Kate, you are. Yeah. On. The Jonathan Weir show now sometimes. Oh right? yeah, on Fridays. On Fridays? Yeah, almost every Friday, unless some like last night I wasn't on because I had something to do. I took my <laughs> class on a field trip. What station's that on? Ninety-eight point one. KUDL. The old KUDL. <laughs> it's called KMBZ now. Oh. Okay. So it's not an easy listening station. Well, it's not easy to listen to, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> you can't say that. You're on it. Only on Fridays. The rest of the time, they have commercials trying to, like, trick people out of their gold. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff. So you guys do a lot of lists on that show. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Every Friday is the list. Okay. So we'll take a topic, like, best senior citizen on a television show as an example. And then we each bring in, you know, four or five, and then the text line texts in, and sometimes people might call and say something. And we compile usually about 16, and then we do like a bracket-style competition to see who the best senior citizen is. (laughs) What was the one last week? It was um, best... I think it was songs of some sort. Oh, yeah, best song to get wasted to. Oh, yeah, because oh. it was 420. 420, so what was the winner? <clears throat> oh, it was um, Bob Dylan's Everybody Must Get Stoned, but that's not the, it's like oh, Rainy right. Day Women number 12 right. and 35 or something. Yeah. I can't remember the numbers. That's a good one. That's not bad. Yeah, it's a good one. It was up against... Because I Got High? No, <laughs> we didn't put that one on the list even though people were really mad about it because that song is awful. Terrible. I just hate it. But it was up against uh, White Rabbit. That was my suggestion. Oh, oh yeah. By Jefferson it's a Airplane. a whole different kind of high. Yeah. <laughs> One pill makes you... Yeah. I think that's like the scary high. You know? It's the one where you see a rabbit yeah. stabbing bum, bum, someone. Bum, 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 down, the, bum, down the hallway we bum, go. Bum, 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 bum. I'll just... Yeah, that's going. good. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> so do you guys want to check the taco ticker with me? Yeah. So I mean... This- Yes. This is where we check the taco news stories of the week. And uh, hey, we're at this party. Things are going good. You guys feeling good? How's everybody feeling? Raise raise the roof. Raise the roof, everybody. Come on. Sorry. All right, let's check the taco ticker. So we'll just do one news story. I don't want to bug you guys all. I know you got places to go and more tacos to eat. So We got to hit Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Do they just play that in post, the song? Yeah. Oh. Sorry. It's not live. Can we do a live version of it? We can cre- recreate it. All right. You need to use that every episode going forward. <laughs> That's the new one. So, uh, taco ticker story number one. I'm sorry. I have a question. Yeah. You have a giant just folder full of taco information. <laughs> I do. I bring it to all my parties. Is, <laughs> I, I'm just like, do you have a, you're going to run out of space and you're going to have to have like a full briefcase full of information. Everything is in 42 point font. <laughs> so it would all fit onto one page if he just printed it in normal. 12 point font. There's some handwritten stuff in I there, too. I have bad eyesight. <laughs> All right. So, taco ticker story 
Number one, Georgia Tech freshman says he would have spent his Jeopardy winnings on Taco Bell. A Georgia Institute of Technology freshman who was a semifinalist in the Jeopardy College Championship did not advance to the finals. But what if he had? Hmm. Rishab Jane did not make it to the finals. If he would have won the grand prize of $100,000, the college student said he would have spent his winnings on none other than a lifetime supply of Taco Bell. Jane was recorded saying as much in a video tweeted by the quiz competition show. The materials, science, and an engineering student commented that he prefers Mexican pizzas and Crunchwrap Supremes at Taco Bell. <laughs> and in an update just four days later, <laughs> oh. he, he says he's Why? a vegetarian. Oh. And the fast food chain <laughs> offers subs, sub meats for beans in his order. Um, subs? Sub beans they substitu- for me. They substitute. Often subs meat for beans. Oh, okay. beans, beans for, for meat. meat. Yeah, sorry. The uh, the news organization. Did, I was the font not big it. enough on that wrong. paper for you? <laughs> <laughs> when I was a vegetarian in college and I would go to Taco Bell, they would charge me 25 cents more sub bean for meat. Uh. And so one of my friends was like, if you call and complain about anything, they'll send you a gift certificate. And so I was like, so I called and I was like, I'm very angry that you charged me for being a vegetarian. You charged me 25 cents. And they were like, sorry. And I was like, well, I would like a gift certificate. And they were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I called and complained on Taco Bell one time when my like I was stuck in the drive through for like 30 minutes. And the- oh, my Whoa, gosh. 30 minutes. And then when I got to the window, they shut the light off on me. Oh. <gasps> And then I could see the guy inside. <laughs> he just shook his head no at me, and and I just called because I was very upset. Wait, did so? Wait, hold on. You like called the actual Taco Bell you were yeah. in line for? <laughs> well, no, they they send you that national line. They send yeah, you to yeah, that yeah, national yeah, yeah. line. You know, there's that number by that little. Um, oh, by the little scoreboard says, machine. Having yeah. a bad bad experience? Call this number. So I called, and they gave me a free gift certificate. Darn it! That's yeah, not fair. So it worked for me. I. I had a similar experience at a McDonald's where I pulled up. I like I had been working for like 13 hours and it was the only place open and I was so hungry. So I pulled up and she said, just a moment. And I said, okay. So <laughs> then I waited like five minutes and then seven minutes. And then I was like, at nine minutes, I'm going to ask. And so then it got to nine minutes and I, I go, hello. And she goes, we're closed for 30 minutes. But it was a 24 hour. What? And I said, I go, well, why didn't you say that before? And she goes, well, I'm sorry you wasn't listening. (laughs) (laughs) I was listening. She's a liar. Liar. (laughs) That's what happens when you go to McDonald's at 4 a.m. Yeah. So do you think this college student was just full of it? I mean, would he really spend his winnings only on Taco Bell? Doesn't that seem kind of... Well, he's a college student, though, so maybe he really did need that all that Taco Bell. I think he was saying that because if he would have made it to the finals, you know Taco Bell would have been like, oh, we got to oh. sponsor this kid or whatever. So I think this was like his last-ditch effort to be like, hey, we got to really like try to get uh, tacos <laughs> for me. And he, yeah, I don't remember what I was saying, but yeah. I think it's a, it's oh, a like, he was, yeah. he you was were saying playing something the, about he was playing sponsor. the system. Tacos. Yeah, he was playing okay. the system. I bet they sent him a gift certificate. Well, here's the follow-up. <laughs> Wait, there's another the follow-up update? to the follow-up. Okay. Oh, no. Taco Wait. Bell representatives saw him on Jeopardy and <gasps> said they are sending him $500 in gift cards. Are you okay? 
I'm choked up about it. <laughs> After he didn't win the grand prize, the fast food chain later tweeted to him, college can feel like a lifetime. We'll help you get through it. Hmm. So, so as long as he's out. in college, I think he's gaming the system. I think he, I think he played him. He played him. He played him. Yeah. He played him. I'm sorry you're so upset about this. I'm not. It's good. We're good. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for checking the taco ticker with me. I'm, I'm going to move on, guys, and, and meet some of these other guests at, at the Fiesta here. Yeah. Do you guys have any other Cinco de Mayo plans? What do you usually do on Cinco de Mayo besides come to our Taco de Mayo festival? <laughs> do you have any other Cinco de Mayo plans that you partake of? I think I'm in a show at the Kick that night. The Kick Comedy yeah. Theater in Westport? Yeah. On Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, on Cinco de Mayo. Cool. With Ham Kitty? No, I, can't, I think it's just KCIC, like KC oh, Improv Company. Cool. But I can't remember, but that's that feels right to me. Are you guys going to do any Cinco de Mayo-themed comedy skits? Yeah, probably. Okay. Like taco jokes? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> we, we had a St. Patrick's Day up. show there, and it was like... Um, getting to the theater was like Cormac McCarthy's The Road. Oh, I bet. <laughs> like there were like people eating each other oh my and gosh. dying on the street. Cole, any Cinco de Mayo plans? Other at, when you leave this party, are you going on to more parties? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I'm 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 gonna steal your taco hat though. Please leave the taco. Okay, hat. Okay, well, that was very expensive because because I want to walk into these Cinco de Mayo parties and everyone just immediately think, "Whoa, G- this guy's here to party." This, mm-hmm. he's got not only is this guy hat. here to party, he's like, he's all in on taco celebrationado. Is that what you're calling this? Is that a real word? I don't know. I made it up. Maybe taco celebrationado. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not Cinco de Mayo celebrationado. No, we're not okay. calling it that. All right, but no, I think I'm gonna go. Um, we might have to yeah. if it catches on. Yeah, we might just call this the lettuce in my butt celebration. You know what? I actually like that better. <laughs> lettuce in, in my, my butt. butt. Lettuce in, in my butt. butt. Lettuce in, in my butt. butt. Yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag lettuce in my butt. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming, guys. Thank Happy Cinco de Taco. Cheers. Cheers. To recap, we reviewed the Taco Tank Taco Truck this week. If you're interested in having the Taco Tank cater your next party, they can be reached at tacotankllc at gmail.com or on their Facebook page at KC Taco Tank. If you're having a hankering for some tasty tacos, give Taco Tank a call. We'll be right back after this break. Lotus Pool Records is a proud sponsor of Taco the Town. Check out the latest music releases by Poster Children, Heidi Lynn Gluck, Sun Eaters, Panel Donor, and many more at lotuspool.com. Celebrating 25 years of music, that's lotuspool.com. Let me ask you a question. We know you like tacos, but do you like the paranormal? Ghost stories? Bigfoot? UFOs? extraterrestrials, cryptids like the Loch Ness Monster, the Dover Demon, and other unexplainable phenomenon? If you do, then you should listen to my new favorite podcast, The Bigfoot Collectors Club, hosted by Bryce Johnson and Michael McMillan. Every episode, Bryce and Michael explore these topics and present stories from paranormal history with guests. I had the pleasure of being a guest on episode seven of The Bigfoot Collectors Club, so look for that episode. We talked about alien implants and abductions. 
in the time I faked a UFO landing in fifth grade. If you like Bigfoot, collecting, and clubs, then you'll love Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's Bigfoot Collectors Club. You can find it wherever podcasts and chupacabras are found. Now back to the show. Oh, man, I love it out here. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful, sunny Cinco de Mayo. Oh, hey, it's Sakina and Chris. Hey, Chris Garibaldi. Hey, how's it going? Good to see you, Dave. Hey, Dave. Sakina, you were on the Ponchos episode and Christmas episode of Taco the Town. Yes. And Chris, you've been on the Tequila Harry's and the Rancho Grande episode of Taco the Town. That's right. And you are the executive producer of Taco the Town. And we are here at your beautiful Taco the Town estate here in Parkville for this Taco de Mayo party. Built on tacos. Thanks for having us. (laughs) The house the tacos built is what I like to call it. (laughs) Well, thanks to Sakina. You're having some, you brought some horchata, didn't you? I brought back some horchata, yes. Am I saying it right? I'm saying whore. Is that not right? <laughs> I think it's horchata. Should I make the H silent? Um, horchata. Horchata. Or maybe say it real fast. Horchata. Hey, yeah, that sounds good to me. Horchata. 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 Hey, I like that. I'm not sure what accent that is, but I like it. Uh, that was uh, <laughs> Peruvian, maybe? Oh, okay. Maybe? Sold. No. I yeah. Don't know. Well, I'm going to have some, too. Can I have some of this? Yeah, here horchata? it is. Here. Pour it right in. Oh, oh, you're pouring it in with that. Uh, oh, there we go. Oh, don't spill any. <laughs> oh, oh, this is this is so good. It's refreshing. We should all just rattle our drinks in the mic for a little bit. Just get that. Oh, wow. I love that little kick of the cinnamon. So delicious. Yeah, especially on a day like this. On a, on a sunny mm-hmm. Cinco de Mayo day. So thanks for coming to the party, guys. Thank Chris, thanks for having us here at the of course, estate. Yes, thank you for being here. I love that new taco fountain that you put in out there with the with the naked a, cherub holding the taco. It's a feat of engineering to have a constant flow of tacos, hard shell tacos, but somehow they made it work. I don't know how how many tacos would you say are floating in that fountain? It's actually precisely uh, two hundred and thirty nine. Oh, okay. And is that cheese in that fountain? That's, sure. That's, sure. Is it built on cheese? Yeah. It's kind of, <laughs> wa- is it watery cheese? Or is it queso? It's, or it's like a cheese substitute that um, you, they had to make some, some concessions in order to make it flow. Oh, okay. So, but it's, like it's, it. it's edible and <laughs> shouldn't hurt you. <laughs> well, we should tell that kid to get out of there. Hey! Get out of there. Yeah, I wouldn't immerse yourself in it. Whose kid is that? Hey, get your kid away from that fountain. Gosh. I, I guess arsenic is edible as well, so edible yeah. doesn't necessarily mean it's safe. <laughs> Think about it. It looks good. Well, it's well, safe you. for dogs, though, because your dog is licking it up. Yeah, the dogs get in there a lot. That's another reason why, I don't know, maybe it's just for show. Sakina, I haven't seen you since we recorded your episode back in December. How has the public responded to your appearance here on Taco the Town? Has your life changed at all since you did that episode? It it has. Um, nobody at Ponchos cares because... They're not giving you any discounts? They're not giving me any discounts. I think maybe they think I, I complain because I did the voiceover for the complaining girl. Oh. I know. But How, we gave them a good review. We also sent them a taco 
a plaque. plaque. That they gave got a them plaque. a good review. Oh, did, that's right. I didn't go there. I was there before the taco plaque. Okay. Before we sent out the plaque. Should, if I you're out there in the wild and you're at the ponchos and you see the taco plaque, be sure to take a picture of the taco plaque. Yeah, if you see any taco plaque, Twitter tweet it to us and we'll send you a taco of the town piece of merch. Could be a fidget spinner. Could be a slap bracelet. Could be a free Lotus Pool record <laughs> sitting in our backstock catalog. Could be a t-shirt. You will get something for free, no doubt. I will tell you that people have been sharing their poncho stories with me since the since a pod, since a podcast. And nice. the best story I think was um, I guess one of my husband's friends in college worked at Me Me Casina, and he told um, and I guess the cooks there told him, hey, after work, we're going to take you to get some real Mexican food. And they took him to Poncho's. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. That's like, awesome. Hey, that's awesome. Your episodes were the most mentioned. Did you notice that? On subsequent episodes. Oh. Because the lettuce, is it was it a lettuce debate? Is that right? Yeah. The, the lettuce debate um, has resonated throughout episodes. Episodes over episodes, people will say, well, I know there's been discussion of lettuce <laughs> on this. And and it's funny, it, it's kind of split down the middle how it goes. And people do have some some hard opinions on that. Yeah, that day there was some hard opinions on that. I do remember that. <laughs> it, was and- a te- it was probably our tensest episode. <laughs> Most tense or tensest, I don't know. Kina was actually disappointed Scott was not going to join us today at the party. Oh, it continued. So you could continue the lettuce debate. Yeah. I, I definitely pay attention to lettuce on the menu now more so than I ever have. And isn't it um, that one place, I think, what was it, with the great cheese, the orange cheese? In a tub? In a tub. In, in a tub. I think they have a sign that says, all tacos come with lettuce. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, we posted that, that menu, all, and it says on big letters, all tacos come with lettuce <laughs> at the top. And Sakina was like, see? <laughs> Gotta have lettuce on your tacos. They know what's up. Because <laughs> I was just in Tucson, and Tucson, I believe, is in is in America. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I don't yes. remember crossing a national border, but who knows? Oh, yeah, we were in a plane. Arizona. Okay. Arizona is yep. in the states. That's a state. Yep. All right. So they did not have lettuce on their tacos. But was it a? Gringo taco, or was it an authentic? It taco? felt like an authentic taco place to me. It felt like, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm gonna have to, um, because maybe Mexican street tacos are different than. I mean, I grew up with mashed potato tacos too, so I'm gonna Those have to figure really it out. Good. I want to try that. Yeah, that yeah. was a good addition. What did you think, Sakina and Chris, of the taco tank tacos that we're having today? I I really really like their chips. And Great salsa. I had two tacos. I will probably have another, a third. The stuff, the taco tank sauce. Taco tank sauce. You didn't oh, have the taco tank sauce, did you? You should try that. It was fantastic. So I'm kind of, I might just, actually, I might just drink the taco tank <laughs> sauce straight. And avoid the taco. But I mean, the tacos were great, but I'm just, yeah, it's a lot of food. So out of five golden tacos, what ranking would you give Taco Tank's tacos? I would give, well, I didn't 
try all their tacos yet. You had the barbacoa, right? Did you? I did not do the barbacoa. I was very fast, fa- I fascinated with the chicken and chorizo taco because I've never had a chicken. I normally don't like chicken tacos, but with the chorizo, it was a different mix. So, um, that you said was- that's a bacon chorizo. Oh. Yeah. I didn't really, yeah, that, it was really good. So, um, five stars for, you know, creativity or whatever you call it. But oh, you're going full five? For creative, like, I've never met a chicken taco that I liked. So, you, and you like wow. the chorizo chicken? I like the chorizo chicken. And then I think there's this, yeah, yeah, the okay. chorizo chicken was. I was going to go four seven because I really liked them. Yeah. But five, I'd. Yeah, I'd, I'd push it up a bit more, too. I'd agree with you. I'm, I'm in there, too. I'd say uh, four, 4.7 out of five golden tacos for, yeah. for taco truck. Very good. These are high ratings. They well well deserved. Yeah. I would maybe make it a five if the tacos actually came out of a real tank. Oh, my goodness. Like were shot out of the cannon. Like as you're driving, you can like holler at them, hey, <laughs> three over here. And then at the stoplight. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Out of the taco crazy. turret. Yeah. It just fires. Can you imagine on like marathon, like the trolley trail is coming up or isn't there a marathon coming up? Seems to always be a marathon yeah, every true. weekend in Kansas City. This Hospital Hill. Hospital. The Groundhog Run. Uh, run with the fishes. Running with the devil. Running with the devil, which is, is around really? Halloween. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the River Market Run. Riverside Run, which is not in Riverside. It's no, it's not. Else. But it's alongside a river. Right. Oh, There's a lot of runs. But yeah, that'd be a great place for a taco tank. Oh my goodness, we should have like a taco run. We've talked about that. Like where you run with the tacos or the tacos are at the end of the run. Oh yeah, I don't know. Choices. But if like I was just thinking <laughs> during during a marathon, like as you're running and you're getting tired, you know how people give you like drinks? Like, maybe he just shoots out these tacos as you're running, and you get a taco, you scarf it down, and keep on running. And you got to run under it to catch it. <laughs> yes. That would be a great Olympic sport. I feel like they should have a taco <laughs> tank at the Chiefs game, like, before the game when the wide receivers are warming up, and then they could just <laughs> fire a taco, and the wide receivers could run under it and kind of catch it and gobble the taco. Oh, I love that. It'd be like a, t- a, a catching drill. And the turret just moves around, shoots it in all directions. Sometimes it shoots it into the stands. Sometimes it shoots it where a wide receiver could catch it. I'm thinking of all kinds of taco tank possibilities. I think a taco tank is a great idea. I'm loving this <laughs> taco tank as well. So, Chris, you were telling me that you recently had, uh, similar to my traumatic taco experience that I can't talk about on the show yet, you had a traumatic margarita experience recently? I did. Um, as people may have known, or if you've heard my episode, I, I talk about how tequila gives me superpowers. And I've never had a bad experience with tequila in my 47 years on this earth. I guess, granted, you know, 21 of them were tequila-free. <laughs> the first 21 <laughs> were tequila-free, so... Um, because I, you know, I just didn't start drinking until I was of age. Certainly didn't start drinking tequila until I was of age. Right. But a couple nights ago, I was out with with uh, other Taco the Town guests, Chris Cardwell, discussing his new album and the terms by which we were going to release it. And I had um, three Cadillac margaritas in the course of maybe 45 minutes. 
And um, I told you about the D-Mags, which is a double margarita. Well, three Cadillac margaritas, that's just 1.5 D-Mags, right? So you would think that's not, the step up not a problem. Do. Yeah, you know, that should be, you know, it's just one and a half D-Mags. But uh, for some reason, I got home and I couldn't walk. I mean, there was something I think my bartender quadrupled up the amount of alcohol in my drinks and the evening did not end well and this is my first i'm sort of back on the horse this is my first margarita or my i should say my first series of margaritas since that (laughs) series of margaritas and you're doing okay today i'm doing i can walk you've seen me walk today I've been taking a little slower. How did you get into your house? I, that's the thing. I, so it sort of hit me. It was like time delayed. I mean, I was feeling fun and festive. And then I sort of got into the house and was ready to go to bed. And then I realized I was, I was, you know, nearly, I, I, I was, I don't know, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't think, couldn't walk. It was a bad moment, a really bad moment in my life. I feel like tequila had turned on me. Or at one time, it gave me strength. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you made it through that, man. I'm, yeah, I'm back. I'm back now. I'm back to tequila. I'm, I'm glad that I've gotten over it, but boy. Any chance that someone at the restaurant um, roofied you? Yeah, you had asked that earlier. I don't, and again, I just don't know who would have anything to gain by roofing <laughs> me. Um, I think it's more likely that three Cadillac margaritas um, put me down pretty fast. But yeah, I don't think I was roofied. I think that I think one of two things: either the bartender didn't like me and was like, "I'm going to take this," you know, this guy thinks he's highfalutin this shit because he's, he's keeps ordering his Cadillac he's margaritas. He's executive producer of Taco the right. Town. Yeah, he's <laughs> popular taco podcast. Talking about City. putting out this record. Maybe he's like, oh, show people because we were talking about, uh, you know, remember on like, I don't know if you ever watched I Love Lucy, but you know, they were all, all the rich people looked down on them because they were show people. So maybe <laughs> Chris and I were perceived as show people and so he thought he'd take me out for that reason. Or maybe he thought he was just doing what they call a generous pour. But it was like so. But I was a fatal poor because at some point, you know, I was not gonna, I was not gonna live through that experience. What is in a Cadillac margarita? It's it's a it's a top shelf tequila with a Grand Marnay, Grand Marnay, shot of Grand Marnay. So it's just not a wise thing to so it wasn't like down mixed on. with anything special to make it a, a Cadillac. It was just top shelf. Right, yeah, no, it was just tequila and it was just liquor. Mm. Too too much of it, I suspect. Yeah, you know that that tequila. It also depends on what kind of of tequila you're you're getting. There's some tequila that doesn't really phase me. So yeah, most tequila just makes me feel awesome. <laughs> but then this tequila <laughs> took me down, took me down hard. Would you guys like to answer some new taco questions I came up with? These are party questions. Yeah. Um, There's just kind of new questions I'm running out there, testing out, putting my toe in the water, if you will, on these taco questions. Oh, yeah. But I want you guys to throw out the number of the questions so we can kind of do this at random. So, Sakina, throw me out a number between 1 and 35. 14. I'm reaching into my large packet of taco questions. Question number 14, Sakina and Chris, is there a movie that you think could have been a better film with the inclusion of tacos into the plot. 
Or is there a movie that was so terrible that if you added tacos to it, it would make a great movie? Hmm. Wow. I mean, I think the only thought I'm coming up with is like Sharknado, probably. Like a taco NATO? Like Shark Taco? Shark. I don't know. But I mean, how could have that? How could that be? I think that I think tacos would have added to that. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree with that. There might have been a scene in that movie where they are eating tacos at the bar, maybe. Is there anything with a taco tornado in it would be very good? Yeah, like all the veggies already chopped up from the tornado. Love it. Or just flying tacos. Flying into people out of the tornado, impaling them. We're really liking these flying tacos out of a tank, out of a tornado. Half my day is spent thinking about <laughs> flying tacos. Tacos should be in the air. Yeah. You're like the Wright brothers of tacos. I'm trying to get tacos into the sky <laughs> on a constant quest to get flying tacos out there. Have you seen Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? No, I read the book when I was a kid. Never seen it. It's okay. good. Food comes flying out of the out of the air, so you know. There's probably tacos in that movie. Could be raining tacos. I'd say a film that most people thought was a good movie that I did not was a film called Time Bandits. And the reason why I didn't like it is I there was something distinctly and I was a kid when I saw it, and there's something distinctly European about it that I didn't quite get, like that sort of British humor thing or something, because I think uh Terry Gilliam Terry Gilliam did it. So I think I was kind of missing it, but maybe if it was Taco Time Bandits, there would have been a, I could have related to it a little more as a kid. So maybe that would have made that film better. And just yeah, that that would be a great movie, Taco Bandits. Taco Bandits, yeah, just about guys in a boat who went around eating tacos, stealing <laughs> stealing tacos through time, through time, flying through time with flying tacos. That, that would be, that would make that a good, better movie. I enjoy that movie. A lot of people like that movie. I didn't see it. Chris, can you throw, out, throw out a number for me here and I'll, I'll read a new taco. I'll question. take, well, we did my son's age, so we'll do my daughter's age, 18. And only, only, only today did I <laughs> realize what my son's actual age was accurately. All right, this is a good one. Have you ever gotten into a fight with a friend? over food or a fight with a friend over tacos? Hmm. Your answer is yes. My, I mean, I it's don't know. It's been well I, documented. I don't know if it was a friend or a guest. <laughs> but yes, guest. it was a fellow guest. And I think we became friends afterwards. Would a food fight count? Where you both were throwing food at each other? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I've been in a food fight, if that's what the question is. What led to the disagreement? Oh, I just think we wanted to fuck shit up, so we just kind of started throwing food at everybody. Oh, you threw it at everybody else? Yeah. I'm talking about, like, have you ever sat down to dinner with a friend, and over the meal, you guys just started to get into it, and then you, like, started to insult each other's food, and then you kind of were in a fight with that person over that food disagreement? I would have to say a strong yes. No. Okay, oh. what do you got? What okay, do you got? my husband is an amazing cook. However, I am his probably harshest critic, and I will tell you, it drives me up the wall whenever he makes his noodles too al, al dente. I'm like, this is not how I like it. Why did you not let them cook so long? And so, but obviously I should be thankful that he made dinner. 
So we're very sad. Isn't al dente slightly hard, right? Or no? Or is it very soft? I I guess we have him here. We could ask him directly. Yes, we could. Um, would hey Blake, come on over. Al dente, what is al dente, Blake? It it would be slightly hard noodles, and Sakina is not a fan of of. Al dente noodles. I like they, them a little softer. Yeah, it's almost like mashed potatoes is the way she prefers her noodles. I don't know about that. But. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. It's the, the, I mean, it's, they basically clump together and become like a, a mush is the way Sakina prefers it. Which, uh, so you like you like a gnocchi texture to your needles. Right. Or, or, noodles? Needles. <laughs> needles. Needles. Noodles. But you would like a mushy. Doesn't, doesn't, don't you think it's like, it's like a soggy noodle then if it's too soft? I mean... I just know I don't like it too too hard. And when I'm hungry, I want it to come out like I like it. And if not, I'll cook it myself. But just let me know so I can know whether I need to cook my food or not. However, I'm thankful, but just let me know, okay? Thanks, thanks for so, explaining that, Blake. Okay, but anyway. So you've so, gone to bed upset at each other over it. Oh, over that, over like, it's like sometimes I'll just make my own just make my own food to make sure that we don't get an argument. So I guess, I mean, I'm sounding like the not the most pleasant person, but just don't mess with my food. I think that's it. I was going to say that I think I've been on dates where I've either cooked food for someone or they've cooked food for me and it, there it, an argument ensued because of the food. That, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, um, let's talk about a high note. Uh, Sakina, you said you were talking to some friends who have enjoyed the podcast and are talking about doing a taco the town a meet up or greet up something or a, a something of similar. Yeah, to yeah. That? yeah. As we talk about um, the places you've been and places that we didn't know exist, I think at the top of our list is oh my goodness, what is it? In a tub. In a tub. Like the way you talk about the cheese and Gaff. how it's glowing. I mean, so good. You would think that we would run away from it, but we're just running toward that glowing cheesy light. So it's like yeah, a beacon in the night. Yes, and so we're thinking about following your taco podcast and like saying, "Hey, we think that they did a good job with the review or not, or hey, we he was right about the lettuce or she was right about the the lettuce." <laughs> Either one, but just saying like, "Hey, they're right. These are good tacos or not." But just like following you around with your taco reviews. You said it's a group of moms. It's a group of moms. Yeah. You could create it like an Instagram spin-off series Mom of like of the town. Yeah, moms of Talk moms of the town. Moms. And you go around and you'd be like, <laughs> they got this one wrong, and then take a picture of the tacos and like all these moms with the thumbs down. All the moms are like, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't this know what they're tacoing about. <laughs> yeah. You're right, that could go bad. Hey, I, it would be enjoyable at the time. I mean, that's all that matters. I, it's a taco club. Like, what moms? Like, I've heard of book clubs, wine clubs. I have. We would be the first taco club. Taco club. And then you could always, yeah. Instead of wine, it could be tequila. Or margaritas. Margaritas. Yeah, margaritas. Well, yeah. So, Sakina, I understand you have to leave us here. So, I, I was just gonna say, how are things going at the the law firm, and how's Westport going? Um, they're going well. I um, also work with my husband, Blake, so we don't argue during the day. Just you just save that for dinner. You save it, yeah. We save it for <laughs> dinner. What do you think of the Westport privatizing the streets? What's your opinion on that political matter? Um, I'm still waiting for the point to open up. So um, is the point closed? The point is closed. Like I look every day, 
at is that in Westport? I guess it's kind of. Is it West? I guess we're in Midtown, right? You can. Oh, are you guys right by the point? Yeah, we're right by the that point. That was a good club back in the day. Is it not open anymore? No, they closed it down because of. There. That would be a great location for a taco shop. Well, I'm trying to convince some people, some lawyers in the area to buy it, put a law firm on top. What is that? Party in the front? Party in the back? <laughs> party on the top. Business party in the front. front party, party in the, in the back. back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I you mean, can call it the mullet. You call it the mullet building, <laughs> or something. But I love the point. I don't. I yeah. So anyway, I don't know about the privatizing about it, but I think that's actually to, good. No, you're on right. The weekends, that way, they, don't you have to park out because they closed. The, they privatized the sidewalks, right? Is that wasn't that what it was? Yeah, on the weekends, just on the weekends. Okay. So you have to park. You can't park your car within a certain area on the weekends, or you're you're gonna get hauled out because they don't want people parking inside that area. Well, where are they going to make parking? I don't know. They got to create it. Like, are they going to bus pe- pe- people? And, yeah. I don't I don't know. And there's a lot of good taco places within that zone in Westport, so it's making pe- it harder for people to get their tacos in Westport on the weekends, which I'm not a fan of. We're just going to have to go to the plaza. Sorry, plaza. plaza. We're coming. Get a plaza <laughs> tacos. Plaza tacos. It's time to go to the plaza. Talk about upscale. I will say, uh, al dente aside, that is impressive that you two work together and don't argue about it. The only thing you argue about is the softness of a noodle. And you can get through a work day without an argument. I mean, my wife and I don't think we could ever work together. Um, although I admire her as... As a businesswoman, I, I don't think we could ever work together. No, we work really well. I think I just always feel guilty because when I started working with him, I was like, oh, snap. Like, you're really working during the day. You're not, like, reading the newspaper or, like, it was like, you're <laughs> That's working. That's what you thought he was you're doing. Smoking a cigar. <laughs> I know. I was like, you're working, you're working fast, you're working hard. I'm so sorry for calling you all those times. But, um, yeah. Now, if we worked at a restaurant together, that would probably be awful. At an Italian restaurant. At an Italian restaurant. Right, that would be it would be issue. awful. It would be awful. Yeah, we probably wouldn't have gotten married. Maybe a place called Spaghetti Western. <laughs> and his job is to make the noodles. <laughs> and you have to serve them. And you're like, how am I supposed to serve people these? And he's like, that's the way they want them. That would be... Or the soggy noodle. <laughs> the soggy noodle. There's two dishes. There's there's the al dente special and the mashed potato sog. <laughs> you could have it Blake style or Sakina style. <laughs> well, thanks for coming to the party, guys. It was good to see you. I mean, feel free to partake of more tacos from the taco tank and all the chips and salsa. And thanks for bringing the horchata. Hey. You yeah, have great drinks you. and fruit food yeah, here. Drink, and drink thank you, Taco taco Tank. I love it. Oh, I also want your ringtone on my phone. What is that? Taco oh, the song? Yes, it gets stuck in your head. It's available on Lowe's Pool Records in the form of Be Like the Shark. It's actually, we reissued a Sun Eater song. But maybe we should put out the official Taco of the Town theme. We'll have to work on that. We should, I think. You know what we should do but you right should, now? If you like, you should get Sun Eaters 12, which is a all dance tunes. It's and, all the music from and, Taco and the Taco Town. And Taco the Town, all those songs. Are, oh, maybe I should. Record? I can't you remember. Just, it's French. It means like, it's something about existential crisis, but it's a French title. 
Sun Eaters. So if you order on lotusworld.com, Sun Eaters 12, the album has all the... Well, you can stream it for free. Okay. Um, but it'd be great, you know, either to buy it or just put it on your Spotify playlist and crank it out. Sunder to Swell. XXII. Let's all get on the dance floor and dance to the Taco the Town theme song. What do you say? <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Hey, everybody, we're going to dance to the Taco the Town theme song. Hey, hey, DJ, let's let it, let it rip. Dave? We'll see you later, okay? Dave, Dave. Oh, hey, it's Chris Garibaldi. Hey, Chris, what's up? I, I think we might have a problem. A problem? What's going on? I think we're out of tacos. To be continued on the next episode of Taco the Town. <laughs>